0: Get into Geek. We're talking TV and uh, a little bit of a tease towards a new Netflix show. Not even a new Netflix show, but a return of a Netflix show. My name is Mitch. We've got Maddie here. What's doing, Captain Yo. Marvel? And we are talking Marvel. A return of Luke Cage Season 2. The uh, trailer has dropped and we're here to uh, to break it down, see whether we should get excited for it or not. Um, now, you and I, Maddie, uh, we're we're pretty big Marvel fans, pretty big MCU fans all round. Yeah, I know yeah. there's a few of us... Elsewhere in the, uh, in the team, Brennan's probably listening right now, who has certainly given up on, on certain aspects of especially these Netflix shows. Yeah. And what he gave up on, let's not hold that against him because it was Iron Fist. And <laughs> having not seen the Inhumans, it's the worst thing that the Marvel Cinematic Universe has done. Mm. But Luke Cage, um, first season very quickly for me. I uh, I was overall fan, but definitely the, the first six episodes rather than the entire 13. I think of yeah. it sort of, you know, once um, Cottonmouth was killed, it, that's where the show really dropped off for yeah, me. Yeah,
1: because what was it, Diamondback came in after yeah. that, and he was the one that had that silly felt costume. Yeah, I could, look, on the costume, that I,
0: I, without knowing anything about Luke Cage or Power Man comics, I want to say that Diamondback's costume was exactly how it looked in the 70s, and they went, yeah, let's put that on yeah. screen. It's like, and it
1: well, just stood out. Should like, you? Yeah, with how modern everything else looked, and the fact you know, you think about they were able to tie because Luke Cage back in the '70s was like bracelets and his tiara mm. and his, you know, and all that sort of stuff. But they did that well. They referenced that well. They referenced that in his well. Origin, yeah, they've 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 referenced his old costumes well by having the yellow insert on mm. the hoodie, which yep. I think is a brilliant modern yeah. take on that. Yeah. So yeah, to then just like. I I uh, I get the tech behind the the suit that absorbed kinetic energy and all that, and that kind of thing but just the way it looked mm. and the helmet it's like we we'll just punch him in, in well, punch him in the entire exposed <laughs> bottom no, half of his cause face. cuz he wasn't superhuman right he just had a cool outfit Yeah that just kind of absorbed Luke Cage punches yeah. from what I remember so yeah. yeah I think the first half of the season was really great and the and then yeah when cuz the hardest thing I think with Luke Cage is where's the peril for him? Mm. Like they've done very well in that they'll go for people around him, Mm. you know, and that's why Luke is kind of this neighborhood hero um, in Harlem because he's looking out for people. So then to be able to do that clever thing where he was able to be injured was great. Mm. But the, the better peril in that was, it's like, okay, well, how does Rosario Dawson treat him when she can't do anything that she would normally do? Mm. You know, they touched on it in Jessica Jones when he was premiered in that as well. So it's like, yeah, Doing the needle in the eye And things like that Trying to It's it's like trying to treat Superman You can't You know Without some kryptonite You can't inject Superman Mm. So that to me Is the really interesting stuff Is trying to live a normal life Around his powers So yeah Got a bit a bit too camp towards the end for me. Yeah, so I, the first I, season. Yeah, no, absolutely, and
0: I, that's what I was sort of a bit disappointed in that. That I I did really like the first six, and I was watching it. You know, uh, a couple of days. I think I started it after it, it premiered, and I certainly finished it a couple of weeks after it premiered. So a lot of other people that I listened to and that I, whether I talked to, or I just listened to from overseas, other fans around the world had summed it up as being something that started off well but really fell apart mm. at the end. And I'm like, oh, yeah, when does it fall apart? Like I I, I was right into. To it and then yeah cotton mouth going out i mean just you know mahasha ali um i'm gonna absolutely butcher his name but <laughs> such a great actor and and a really good performance for a guy that really didn't do a lot that was physically menacing like you know he would he, he killed one of his own little goons you know beat him to death with his bare hands mm. but it wasn't like he was out there you know like you know attacking Luke Cage, you know, machine guns and weapons and throwing everything at and He just yeah. sort of sat back, ordered his goons out to do it and was just more about uh, yeah, like going after people that he loved and Yeah, who's very Lex Luthor in mind about it. yeah. It's like
1: Lex Luthor can't win in a hand to hand fight with Superman. Yeah. So he he finds other ways around it. It's about mind versus body. Mm. And Luke Cage is the body. You yeah. know, he's unbreakable. So yeah. um so yeah, you've got to outthink him. You've mm. got it's a it's a big game of chess. Yeah. You've got to you you know you've got to outthink him.
0: So I like that they start off this trailer and it's showing, hey, look, he is still the neighborhood hero, you know, as much as mm. like Spider-Man might come to be in the second film where he is that neighborhood hero that Luke Cage in Harlem is, he's, he's a hero. They've got a, they've got a banner up, Yeah, you know, the bulletproof, whatever they called him, and the,
1: a big poster hanging off the side of a building. And, and the, the s- fact that Luke Cage technically is his superhero name, like yeah. we found it in the first season, that's not his birth name. Yeah. So I like that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And it was really cool, like they released the, the poster, along with the uh, with the trailer, and it was hero is your word. That was all it was, and that's really what the whole first season was about. He was just doing what he what he what he knew to do, which was be a good guy and help out people that needed help. Yeah, and well, he just happened to have powers, and people just come to know that, and people come to really you know respect that or fear you know him because of and he just he just ran with it you know he's not trying to hide his identity but he's not trying to promote it at the same time Mm. so you see even in the snippets of this trailer in the early stages that he's still uncomfortable with the idea of being a celebrity but he will use that if it means helping someone that needs help so i like that that they've continued on with that and then in turn you've got as a villain someone that is something of a match to him that also is bulletproof as we see in one shot of the trailer um, but can match him Hand-to-hand. Hand. It's a bit, in a way, yeah, he like... he did
1: that weird, like, Chun-Li reverse scissor kick ke- yeah. thing that knocked Luke Cage on his ass. and yeah. I was like, oh, I'm not familiar with whoever this villain is. No, so. a Bush, Bushmaster, I want to
0: Bushmaster. say. I always think of Bush as being such an, an Australian term, so <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but Bushmaster, I want to say, but... um it sounds vaguely familiar, but I
1: might be thinking of Taskmaster or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah.
0: So. It reminded me a little bit of when we see Killmonger take on T'Challa in uh, you know, Midway Through Black Panther, where... You've got Why to gotta be black. <laughs> yeah. <No>. <laughs> that, <laughs> that you know, T'Challa is great because of his abilities, but it doesn't necessarily mean he is the greatest hand-to-hand combat mm. fighter. And so when he was evenly matched powers-wise, when he got that, you know, spoilers if you haven't seen Black Panther, but come on, seriously. <laughs> um, if you're listening to a trailer talk about Luke Cage, you've seen Black Panther. Uh, when they take away his Black Panther powers, and it's just human-v-human human going at it hand-to-hand combat, Challa lost so in here Luke Cage he's beating up everybody that he sees in in season one he had to get shot to get injured and then he it was you know mentally sort of having to, to deal with that loss this he's actually beaten by a guy with seemingly equal strength th- seemingly just mm. as impenetrable as him so I like that even though it sort of elevates the, the bad guy as being this sort of you know meta human inhuman superhuman type being, it at the same time simplifies things. Just a guy who's strong v another guy that's really strong, well, and that's why they're matched up, and that's why they're going to be the focus of the season. And it's a nice
1: balance point, because I think um, when you look at Jessica Jones, now you haven't seen all of season two yet. No. Season two for me was very much just a poorly done rehash of season one, which mm. I absolutely loved. Um, this, I think maybe they've learnt a little bit. I mean, I don't know how much of it was sort of an overlap, but in that what we were talking about with um, Cottonmouth is that he was more a a mental opponent mm. and he was more a um, civic, for lack of it, a civic opponent Yeah, you know um, they're not going to try and recreate that we did get some shots of Alfre uh, Woodard there which yeah. I love I can't wait to see her um, and see what she does as like you know the mob mama or whatever she's, yeah, yeah. she's going to be but with um, Diamondback that was really what I think the second last episode was when he got that horrible outfit yeah. so it was really like one and a half battles they kind of had and that was it yeah so I like that potentially we're going to see this bushmaster up early. Mm. You know, and give him that that physical threat. Is it going to suffer the same fatigue as last season and maybe it needs an 8 episode mm. order instead of a 13? I don't know. Yeah. Obviously we've got Misty Knight and we did get a tease of her of her robotic arm. Mm. So I'm hoping maybe those two will be a little more buddy buddy mm. in this one cuz it <sighs> I think where Luke Cage falls the most is when he's solo. Mm. He needs someone to bounce off of. Um, and he was he was at his best for me in Jessica Jones yeah. when, he's, when he's up against her, like when they're sort of bouncing back yeah, and forth. Yeah, great way to introduce him, yeah. Yeah, and then in the comics, he's a member of the Heroes for Hire. Yeah. It's him and Iron Fist are kind of this... Duo. Now, we mm. didn't really get to see that in Defenders.
0: No, but, but a lot of people said that because Iron Fist was so hated. They're like, let's not do Iron Fist Season 2. Let's do Heroes for Hire. Yeah. like Luke Cage maybe can have a Season 2, but Iron Fist, you, you get a duo series now. You don't get your own solo series yeah. part two.
1: I feel like Jessica Jones and Daredevil are perfect for a solo thing mm. because it's all internal. Jessica Jones is all internal and psychological. Mm. Daredevil is blind, so it's very much... He's it's it's an, it's an internal conflict for him, and then they they, they touch on his uh, religious aspects and, and things like that. So it can all be done very. He's brooding, you yeah. know. He's mm-hmm. Batman, so he he broods, and it's all very internal. So it works perfectly for them. But mm. I feel like characters, yeah, like Iron Fist and Luke Cage, do need to be paired up. Yeah, you know, to really get that. Um, odd couple kind of thing going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully we get a bit more of that. Yeah. Um, to bring Luke Cage back up to where he was for like, yeah, season one of Jessica Jones.
0: Yeah, because I actually found, and I know. <laughs> With Brendan because he gave up on on Iron Fist and
1: wasn't too keen like to crack two into... episodes from the end as well. I think even
0: one wasn't something it? Maybe, like maybe that. Two. Yeah, maybe I just two. Like, I was like, come, mate, on, come you gotta... on!
1: If you've if you it's an hour of your life trudged your way through
0: Iron Fist for eleven episodes, you owe it to yourself to yeah. just to see it out. So that it was, and it might not even be worth something in the end. Something like you might get a reward, but it's like just I'm just, just a, com- I'm that a completionist, done... and I'm a complete completionist as well. So I had yeah. to do it.
1: Yeah, I think he did the same with Defenders. He but he stopped at like episode two or three of, yeah. of eight. Yeah, and I was like, I'm at It's eight episodes, come on.
0: (laughs) But in saying that, Iron Fist, I think, was so much... That says a lot about how Iron Fist was in his own series, but Iron Fist was so much better in The Defenders than what he was in his own series, and he was still annoying. But I found him to be the absolute best when he was opposite Luke Cage. When he was, you know, the Tony Stark to Luke Cage's Captain America, in a sense. Like, you got this guy who takes his what he does very seriously and then you've got someone who's throwing out quips and, and joking about the situation and they well, only had a couple of instances like that throughout the series but it was enough to show hey, this maybe this idea of this Heroes for High thing could actually work. I don't know. But mm. I'm wondering if you're, you're there hoping they don't do what they did in season one. I'm wondering whether maybe they do the opposite. Maybe this Bushmaster is the first half of the season. He is the Cottonmouth and rather than going from a human villain to a... Powered villain in certain respects, where they go from this powered villain into the second half of Mariah Dillard, Alfred, well, whatever. I, I think character? that would
1: make more sense because they could tease her in the while he's being distracted by mm. Bushmaster, who is the physical threat. Yeah, she can be sowing a seed, her seeds, setting things up, setting things up again, yeah, setting yeah, things yeah. up, you know, putting all the pawns in place. Yeah for something much bigger and mm. to me that's a better a storytelling way.
0: Even though no one really knows the extent of her villainy in season 1, she certainly lost a lot of trust mm. with the, with the community which she held so dear and which gave her a lot of her power. Maybe she uses what happens in the first half of the season with if again if I'm right that the first half is about bushmaster him being tested, him being filmed as we see, this guy can be beat, he can bleed, he can he can be knocked down that she uses that and goes, Well, we can't rely on this guy anymore, you know? Yeah. Well and it's it's trust cl- in me, you know, let's get this back to just humans looking after other people and let's not rely on these guys that we obviously can't trust. We can't rely on all the time. That's it, but that's a- then also tries to kill him behind the scenes. That's
1: a classic writing trope. It's yeah. like if you've got these two superpowered people just all out going for it, they'll be causing damage to Harlem. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, she'll be able to use that and say, look at these two superpowered people just you know, taking out small businesses and, mm. and, you know, ruining Harlem and costing us money to that we don't have to try and fix things. Yeah. That's how she's gonna build herself back up again. So yeah. I think that was the that's the better way to go. Yeah,
0: it's like a smaller scale version of the Sokovia Accords. It's like you watch Avengers One, you're like, Yeah, half of New York's destroyed. Wow! <laughs> you know, Sokovia, it's like, wow, you dropped a city on, on a continent. No, oh my god, this is so cool. Civil War, it's like, yeah, tens of thousands of people mm. have died in your complex. <laughs> you
1: need
0: to look into that. You need to look into that. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I liked it. It was a um it, it was a it was a fun trailer, like it it had that flavor, like the music, mm. I don't know the song uh, name, but it had that that Luke
1: Cage flavour, which was yeah. probably
0: more distinct.
1: Yeah, it has a lot of attitude. Yeah. It's, you know, like I was saying, uh, Daredevil and Jessica Jones are very dark and moody mm. and mysterious and that sort of stuff. Um, Iron Fist is more mythical and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I think Luke Cage has to be that very grounded attitude kind of thing. Yeah, You know? Yeah, so
0: I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I will finish Jessica Jones season two before I watch it because I'm a completionist, but I'm also Captain Chronology, as you call me, mm. so I'll need to see this Mate, before I see the next thing. Mate, can only go from there. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's a shame. I've only, I've only done two episodes of that new season. I, was, I started watching them very late and I did not off in both of them, so I would like
1: hard. to restart. I did them over the weekend, Yeah, like, the weekend it premiered, but it was, it was tough. Yeah. It was, it was a tough slog. Okay, well, this one well is... was, there was good stuff there, but there was just not a lot of payoff. Yeah, right, was, okay. it' was this hard.
0: Yeah, so June 22, that releases around the world. It'll be interesting, actually, to see the mix in Marvel offerings over a two-week period, because you'll have Luke Cage come out on that Friday, and I guess two weeks later, on the Thursday, at least here in Australia, but Friday uh, in America and around the rest of the world, we'll get Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh. So... You'll get this sort of yeah very grounded in in many respects you know TV series about you know one guy who's just strong you know and impenetrable and then you'll have this bigger blockbuster feel with these super powered or super powered ability superheroes in uh, Ant Man of the Wasp it's a lot more about the comedy and and yeah. being the levity post Infinity War and. Well, yeah.
1: I was worried actually. I don't know if you've seen it. The I don't know whether it was a teaser or whether it's a just a little bonus scene thing. But it's I saw it last week of, uh, Luke Cage, like at almost like a a community festival mm. day or something like a police fate or something like that. And yeah. he's like, he's doing all his wonderful things. Like he's 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 working out in front of like a crowd, and he's showing off all his abilities. He's you know how like at the gym they do those, those big giant truck tires. Yeah, that they flip. yeah. Well, he picks one up with one arm and throws it across the entire field, like in broad daylight in front of everybody, just for funsies. Yeah, and it was a very light, fun, frothy kind of teaser, and I was like, ooh, oh, I don't know." Like it was cool to see, but mm. I was like, "Oh, I don't know." I hope that's not the theme for the season. Mm. So, and based on this trailer, I don't think it'll be, which is which is good because yeah. you can't sort of have all that sort of froth. You've got to have you got to have some meat in the story, yeah. especially with these Netflix shows.
0: Yeah, oh, I don't think yeah we're definitely not gonna miss out because I guess in in many respects Luke Cage wasn't it definitely wasn't the most brutal but I guess because of his abilities much I guess they're all the same um we did see that you know the the, the, the close you know hand-to-hand combat sort of gear was it, it did get actually get very violent at times so I don't yeah. think they're, they're definitely not gonna lighten off on that um but the same from using that for humor like there's this great line in the trailer you can get a smack with this Really, guys? You gotta know we tried, man. I ain't no Like, that will probably end up being a very brutal scene. These guys yeah. will get the shit kicked out of them Be blood, broken bones, and people thrown through walls and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> but it's like, well, yeah, but you actually can't hurt him. And I like the fact that's probably one of the few times where we actually do see a person who is bulletproof get threatened with a gun, and the script actually make a yeah, reference to it, you know? Like... It was a great visual, but in like Superman Returns, you see a guy open up a chain gun on Superman and it's like, Why why would you do that? He's called the Man of Steel. Yeah. He's been around for long enough you know that you can't shoot him. Okay, sure we got to see a really good slow mo bullet go into his eyeball and crush. <laughs> like even that's, you know, unbreakable. But to actually reference it, go look, you just <laughs> You had to know that we tried, man. Please don't kill us. Just yeah. beat us up
1: really, really hard. So yeah. Well, and they do reference that later on as well when he's talking with Misty Knight. Yeah. And she says, like, uh, there's the whole sidekick sort of banter back and forward. Yeah. And she says, how do you know you're not my sidekick? Yeah. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> well, this is my show. And yeah, I'm well,
0: like, well, obviously her arm got ripped off in uh, in Defenders and then she's going to need a new arm. Mm. She, and a, a, we knew going in it, maybe the casual fan who just liked these shows and has fallen in love with the characters because of
1: Netflix. Well, we all thought it was going to happen in Luke Cage because she did get her arm hurt. It was in a sling. Yeah, that's and right. Thought, oh, yeah. that's going to be it. But no, they saved it for Defenders yeah. when she actually lost it. Properly. And she, yeah, so got her arm
0: uh, ripped off. She's getting a new robotic one. But um, uh, this one thing that stood out for me, just the sound effects this arm makes when it, when it, when it moves. That sounds... Very similar to the way an Iron Man suit sounds when when Iron Man or even War Machine moves around. Well,
1: and... in uh, in the comics, um, it is Stark Tech. Right, Stark Tech that um, that is a it is a hand. Oh, that's so cool. It would be interesting to see whether whether it is going to be. I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Well, um, I want to say as much money as because they do say. I think Danny Rand potentially has more money than Tony Stark. No, nah, you don't. Mate. <laughs> but he's got no tech. Behind it, yeah, you know, Tony well, is is all the tech, so yeah.
0: I want to say at the end of Defenders, when they saw that happen, like even ran or did.
1: Did, did, did Colleen also...
0: Wing say, I have a friend who might be able to help out? Or did Danny Rand say, Oh, I might know a guy who owns a. Uh,
1: you know, I, I want to say. Something like that. Like Danny was like, I will pay f- for whatever. Right, to, okay. You know, so they could you the still best, outsource it to Stark. the best doctors possible. Yeah, yeah so okay. Danny will be the, the bankroll. Yeah. But I don't think Rand has that no. much tech behind them. Do you not. reckon they're going to try
0: and keep it in house, though? Like it's a Netflix thing. And even though they, oh, everything's connected, these Netflix shows know. are very. They're as much removed as anything in the entirety of the MCU. Mm. Like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. still very much just sort of like, it's the little fish swimming with the big shark that is the (laughs) MCU. Agent Carter is the little fish swimming with the little fish that is Agents of uh, S.H.I.E.L.D., even though it's gone now. Uh, Inhumans, no one wants to remember that. So Netflix, it's like, yeah, everything's connected. They reference the heroes. They reference the events. But other than that, it's like, this is our own thing. Mm. But at the same time, you know, like you see Luke Cage up on a banner and going, the bulletproof hero of Harlem, like, he should be a much bigger deal. Why don't we hear about him in the movies? But it's like, at, at this stage in this world, in this universe, a lot of people are popping up all over the joint. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. introduced us to the whole saga of the Inhumans. There are people all over the joint that have got superpowers, but the MCU is focused on singular events that deal with the best and the biggest of them all. So it makes sense that they wouldn't reference uh, Luke Cage, but at the same time, it would make sense in his own world why he is only a big deal to Harlem. You know, he's, well, even from outside of the show, he's one of the few black heroes. So the idea that there is a black hero, but he's also in a black community. In New York, and he's one of the battlers who's helping out other battlers. Like, it makes sense that he would be this giant celebrity
1: in a very small portion of the world. I mean, look, in a perfect world, and I know it's never going to happen, no. but in my brain, it's, well, post-Infinity War, spoilers. Mm. Wouldn't it be great if Tony kind of went on a, on a bit of a... Recruitment. Recruitment. Yeah. And just, you know, went, he clearly in Civil War, he'd been keeping an eye on this little kid who was swinging about in New York. Yeah. Like in Manhattan. So it's like, surely he's got to be aware. Yeah of the the blind guy who's doing things and the the guy with unbreakable skin. That, you yeah, know, you're right. He's, yeah, you got Spider-Man on YouTube and stuff. You know, and it's like, when you've got Avengers <laughs> and Defenders, it's yeah. like, well, you know, they could make a little... But they won't. I know they no, won't. No, they definitely won't. And it's, as much it's, as I want them to. I oh, know, it's such
0: fan casting and hope for us all that yeah he is going to go on some big recruitment Man, even drive if they that, went,
1: even if they went first class <laughs> X-Men first class and it's like Tony rocks up and Luke <laughs> Cage tells him to f*** off that'd be enough for you me you know what a week, in a week we'll
0: be calling it the Deadpool version because we see in that trailer he's doing a recruitment drive of his own <laughs> that's true just random pe- maybe Peter shows up and tries to be an Avenger or a Defender so uh well, I, just on that. Before we go, like while we are in the aftermath of of Infinity War, the, the the writers of that movie have said to you know interviewers, media, fans alike, I'm glad we're not the TV shows that have to deal with the aftermath of this movie. <laughs> now, in my tiny brain, I'm thinking that now that we've seen Avengers: Infinity War, it's very much part one of a story. Now, it the second movie might not be called Infinity War Part Two; could be called something else. But either way, it's part one and part two of this giant story they're obviously going to fix the fact that half of existence in the universe has been killed mm. so for all intents and purposes they will go back in time and change history now they just might alter certain events and they might alter those events from their present which is you know our future sort of thing you know post all this people turning to dust but i want to say that they do it to a point that pretty much everyone in the world is unaware that it ever happened in the first place. Mm. I don't see how you go on in a world where three and a half billion people know that they were dead and dust a week ago sort of thing. So for mine, these shows don't have to deal with that. Like where potentially because Luke Cage will be coming out in June, 2018, it is for all intents and purposes set in June, 2018 Avengers infinity war, because of its release date is set in April of 2018 we are potentially already seeing a post-Avengers 4 world. You know what I mean? Like, this show could come out this year, and it could be set before Infinity War, or it could be set after Avengers 4 once they wrap everything up. It doesn't really make any difference because Mm. these guys are none the wiser
1: about what happened. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, because otherwise... I I mean, they barely reference, you know, the attack on Manhattan with the char. They just call it the event. Yeah, And Jessica Jones says the green guy or the... The flag waver. Like, that's about yeah. as much as we've got. Hammer thrower so, yeah, and stuff, They yeah. completely ignore the fact that that first, the horrible Hulk movie, like, he, tore a, up Harlem. he and Abomination tore up Harlem. Mm. That's never been referenced. So, yeah, yeah. That, that could that could work.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, it's a shame. I, I'd love to see all of this shit just work in and out, referencing one another. And mm. if you watch it all, great. But if you don't, sucks to be you. But well, it's that's the same the way the deal comics with the, work. And you it's can... the same way the movies work. Mm. Like, I've, I've talked to a ton of people this week alone that have went and seen Infinity War and loved it. Have not seen Black Panther. Wow! And I, I'm, and it's not even like, oh, we just didn't get to it in time. So, but we wanted to be part of the conversation with Infinity, where it's like they're not that invested. Peer pressure, peer yeah. pressure. <laughs> Do it, Do Which it. Black Panther on DVD and Blu-ray and digital download <laughs> in two or three weeks' time. Um, but for mine, like we talked to, to Ben, who does our Get Into Geek chats with us, and he hadn't seen Black Panther because he hasn't gone to the movies much for the last like fifteen months because he's uh, had a 15 months ago, had a daughter and just hasn't gone out very much to see a lot of films. And he said, look, do I need to go and watch Black Panther before I see Infinity War? And I had to think about it for a second. He goes, no, 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 I'll stop you before you do. Do I need to go and watch it? (laughs) And knowing him the way that he wants to know every little bit of information he can, not from trailers, not from spoilers, Mm. but from information told to us on the screen, I said, mate, no, you absolutely do. You need to go and watch Black Panther. Because I can't imagine having not seen Wakanda, Except for that tiny little second at the end of um, Civil War, then all of a sudden you go there in Infinity War, going, "Look at this futuristic city. Yeah. It's got a big, big, uh, force the big field.
1: invisibility canopy and the shield." And yeah. All, yeah. Oh, no, this this young
0: a- this young teenage girl, um, sister of the king. Yeah, she's the smartest person on the planet. Yeah, she's way better than Banner and she's, Stark put she's together. She's calling Tony Stark dumb. Yeah, it's like <laughs> what it would it just it would be too much to catch up on in the movie when there's already so much going on. So yeah. you, you don't definitely don't have to see mm. everything to appreciate every, everything else, but it just would be nice. Again, rights issues screw everything up, but we're slowly getting there. Spider-Man's allowed (laughs) to play. Fox is hopefully coming back to Disney, or at least the X-Men and Fantastic Four and all those characters are coming back so that one day maybe we'll all get to play in this big, beautiful world. But my fear of that is, you know, we're already 10 years in. Tony Stark as a character or Robert Downey Jr. as an actor might be done in... A year might be done in five years. You know, by the time we get all these characters playing in the same sandbox again, we've lost a lot of the characters that we loved. You know, mm. I wanted to be like the comics just once where we have the ability to have every character that was ever fallen in love with be available. Not like, well, we've got these seven characters that you kind of like, but none of the yeah. 18 that you loved before. Yeah. But that's a small thing. That's There's small um, thing.
1: Uh, just, uh, just today or the other day um, uh, Deadpool. Uh, mm. has released a little their little uh, spoof knockoff of the hashtag Thanos Demand your <laughs> silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's got his hand. They've done a little write-up, but the thing I love the most about the entire thing is in the top left-hand corner where it's the Fox logos and all that sort of yeah. stuff, he's got it crossed out with a red line and it says TBD. To, oh, bullshit. To be determined. Oh, excellent. That's my favourite part of the entire thing. I've missed that completely. I yeah. saw the dog paws holding yeah. the, the letter <laughs> the down. the baby hand. Yeah. <laughs> But no, it was was the To Be Determined, crossing out the Fox logo and putting To Be Determined was my favourite part. God, I hope there's a reference to that deal. And the fact that Comcast might buy
0: them and not Disney, like in the (laughs) film. Do they? Oh, actually, I did read as well. And I know we're talking about Luke Cage, we've moved on several times. But there was a Disney joke in Deadpool 2 and Fox is going, cut it. You've got to cut it. And I don't even know whether he's revealed what it was. I think he's hinted at it. Mm. I haven't even read those details. Well, the beauty but... is
1: his mouth is covered, so they can just do it in post. Yeah. just give a different, different joke. Oh,
0: man. I would love to know what it was. Mm. The two The mouse house, man. Oof. Read to buy Fox for like $65 billion. It's just like, yeah, don't don't poke the bear basically no. anyway uh look that was a fun little chat we started off with luke cage talking about how small and insular it is and all of a sudden we're talking about <laughs> not only infinity war but disney as a whole buying another movie company but um you know that's where it's uh it all it all comes back down to this as well the individual character and we're focused on luke cage here and that's a two and a half minute trailer i'm excited to watch it yeah um as i am with all these netflix shows and for the majority of it look i've Overall, I like them. Some I absolutely love, Iron Fist, I hate. Um, mm. But hey, we push on. This certainly looks a lot better than Iron Fist from the get-go. So uh, yeah. we can ch- all catch it around the world, thanks to Netflix, on June 22. Uh, we'll um, probably get back together at some stage uh, after that, Maddie, and do a seasonal wrap-up once a few of us here on the team have, uh, have watched it all. In the meantime, though, you hey, can... Hey, I'm down
1: for that. you just got to watch it in time. Yeah, I (laughs) know. I'll talk to you in a year then.
0: Uh, Yeah. Well, mate, I've watched Punisher. Do you want to talk about Punisher? I know how much you loved that. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. I'll do the
1: talking for you. Loved it. Loved it. Oh, 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 my God. Toxic masculinity gun porn. (laughs) F*** off. (laughs) Ugh.
0: Yuck. So good, mate. I'm a man.
1: I shoot guns
0: and I bleed. I don't think
1: you watched it enough. Maybe you should oh. rewatch that. Oh god! <laughs> I almost was almost going to say I'd watch the Bellantiverse first, but I don't even that know if I. Bite your tongue? You yeah. would not. I don't believe
0: that. I watch all of it. I still don't <laughs> yeah. believe it. You can check out our uh, other Get Into Geek uh, reviews of the Bellantiverse. You're welcome, Maddie. And you do get a good run of them each and every week. <laughs> on the get into uh, geek channels, uh, we uh, also do other Marvel chats. Maddie and I are agents of Shield. Uh, we're talking gifted as well. Obviously, now not there's the a MCU, show. but uh, the there's X, a show the X Men universe set gifted. Uh, obviously, some other the trailers we did talk about the Ant Man trailer, what it means pre-post-Infinity War. It is a bit of a spoilery sort of chapter. but you can go check that out. Mm. And all of our other movie reviews, Infinity War, which is uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, in a week we'll be talking about Deadpool, a couple of weeks' time we'll be talking about Solo, there's mm. a lot more to come before the end Pull of the year. Pull your
1: finger out, I want to talk Orville as well. Yeah, well, I'd like to talk about it too, if someone would f***ing play it in Australian TV. I'd, right, I'd, like... I've said this, we get Ellen and James caught in the day after it airs in America. Why? <laughs> we can't get some Orville? God damn it. Seth McFarlane,
0: please do something. Have a word to we someone. Get,
1: we get Stimpsons and Family Guy the same like the week after they they, they yeah. play in the States. Yeah, Why can't we get Orville as well? I don't know. It's, 13 I don't... Ep- it's not even thirteen, I think it's eleven episodes now.
0: I know, I've had to like you know, satisfy myself by watching the trailer <laughs> 80 times. I don't want to hear about how you satisfy yourself, Mitchell. I knew you'd go this <laughs> summer, like before it even left my mouth, I thought just just roll the sentence out.
1: Mate, if you're gonna throw me a soft a softball like that, well, you're I think you a second
0: Whoa, <gasps> we're going down a deep dive rabbit hole. Okay, you can check out all Gear. old Grab it. <laughs> Oh Jesus Get Into Geek Outside of Getting Into Geek Maddie and I are part Of a four man team Sometimes five When he decides to show up It's like once every three years Stargate SG1 That's the show We're talking about It's called Get Into Gate If you're an old sci-fi fan From the 90s We're talking about That beloved show That awesome show That we all loved as kids And now re-loving Re-watching now Introducing one of our uh, Friends to that Each and every week One per episode So jump on board Get Into Gate A Stargate podcast We'll be back next week To talk some more Geek Chat Matty on getting then, buddy. Get Into Geek see you then buddy GetIntoGeek.com